liftoff and the clock has started. Welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 229, recording February 4th, 2023. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are going to be talking about how all of the live service games seem to be shutting down for some reason. Um, We're going to talk about what we've been playing, some exciting power wash news. Well, at least I'm excited uh, to do all of this and more. I have with me, as always, Justin. It's a small world, Carter. It's your boy. I know. I know. I noticed that you put more. He's not with us. God rest his yeah. soul. But you know, he's with us in spirit. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, we had to record on a different day. Shannon had uh, single dad duties this weekend, so Shannon will not be joining us this week. He is dearly missed. Um, yes. but I guarantee he will be back and better than ever. Um. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Justin, how how are you preparing for your Disneyland adventure? I'm doing good. You know, I, I woke up very excited this morning. Uh, right now, I have a load of laundry going to make sure I have the full assortment of two pairs of jeans that I own to yep, uh, wear yep. to Disneyland. Your fresh yeah. selection of Corpse Husband t-shirts to wear in the park. Yeah, I gotta have one for each day, you know. Uh, <laughs> well, we have... Um, at least one of the days we're wearing, um, we ordered them. They're like sweaters with like Mushu on them. And mm-hmm. it's where he has the porridge and stuff. And it's like, it's happy to see you. Uh, so we have matching those. to wear. Oh, at you, least you're, you're days. those Disney people. You do like, the shirts. Okay, you're okay, those okay, Disney don't, people. I can say it. Dude, don't put me in that box. You're bag. wearing the shirt. Uh, okay, so so for people <laughs> that could not see the video, uh, Justin just gave me the dirtiest of looks. No, no, I didn't. I shrugged. Don't try and make it seem like I did something I didn't no, do. No, that was a, you got me in a corner, fuck you, shrug. Like, if I've ever seen one. You painted me into a corner, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But it's because, it's true, I, I have become one of those people but at least it's not like alejandro's eighth birthday like matching t-shirts or something like that you know i feel like they could but they but they kind of are that they kind i mean you're going for megan's brother's birthday so they don't say happy 14th birthday all across them but they're kind of birthday shirts I still feel like it could, like, Killian could be like, oh, it's like, yeah, it's my 13th birthday. I get to go to the front of the line, deal with it, whatever. And then my shirt's like, Justin, like, party manager in charge, like, whatever. You know, it's not that level. Like, it's cheesy, but it's not that level of cheese. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay, let me put it this way. Let me put this Is it a shirt or sweater? Sorry, let me correct myself. A sweater that you would wear outside of the park? I would. Okay. Okay. Then that's fair. 
then that's fair. If it's like yeah. something that would only ever be worn in the park and then you might as well burn it. Like I, I I'm, I would make fun of you for that. But if it's yeah. something like, cause you're swaggy, like you, you, you have swag. So if it's something that like me, I live in like flannels, bro. Like I'm, I have the least fashion sense of it. <laughs> so if it's something that you, I, I would defer to you in your full magic gathering hat that you would wear outside of, of the magic kingdom, then yes, I would say that's a good shirt. Yes. I know I'm wearing my magic, the gathering hat and my mm-hmm. battle bots t-shirt. <laughs> got it. Got to well, keep it fresh. You know, the dentist will tell you to floss daily. That's all I'm saying. So, and I do <laughs> um, you know, got to keep them in check. But how's your week? been this week uh week's been pretty good i i got a year older so i'm 44 <laughs> yes you did now. the steam deck showed up yep steam deck showed Is up everything well the fact that you actually opened it and played it tells me that it's better than birthday gifts of birthdays past <laughs> yeah you said it i didn't um <laughs> and uh yeah no it's it's rad it, i wasn't expecting the haptics on like so when you, if you switch it to desktop mode and the the trackpads become like the mouse uh, cursor, yeah. right? There's haptics on that. So you can like feel it as you mouse around on the screen. Yeah. And it's nuts. And it totally like tripped me out the first time I did it. Like I thought I broke something. I was like, ah. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, that's supposed to be that way. Um, But yeah, it's, it's a full-fledged computer. Like because to get cloud streaming running on it xbox cloud streaming you have to go into desktop mode and like enter code in to like make it work and and do type it all in and do all that stuff and and then you go back to game mode and it just works and it's amazing like i found the website that told you told me what code to enter in uh i was messing with it right before we got on to get the ps5 remote play working and mm-hmm. I probably type something wrong. So it isn't working yet, but uh, it seems pretty straightforward. I just ran out of time before we got on here to try to get that to work. Cause playing God of War in my bed sounds pretty nice. I'll tell you. you <laughs> like, if there's some way to play it, it's yeah. laying down. Exactly. Well, not having to drag that heavy ass PS five to my bedroom to hook it up to that TV is sounds wonderful to me. Um, but all in all, like I'm, I'm really impressed with it. It's a really good piece of hardware. I mean, it's 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 like a thick with two C's switch in size. <laughs> it's it's a little chunky, a hefty boy. Yeah, it's hefty, but uh, it's it's not incredibly heavy. It's not as heavy as you think it would be when you look at it. You know, it's it's uh, it can get a little loud. When the fans kick in, it can get a little loud, but, uh, you know, it's got Bluetooth connectivity. My, my ear, ear, AirPods sync up right to it and no problems there. And, uh, yeah. Power wash simulator runs great on it. It's playing. Was that the first game that you played? Uh, it, it was just because it was the first thing that popped up in my steam library that says it works great on steam deck. And I'm like, sure. And so, you know. 10 minutes later, I was playing it after it downloaded and runs perfect. You're like, might as well load up 2023's game of the year yep, on the Steam yep. Day. Totally. Um, and then I've sat in total paralysis for the last day and a half going, do I download Spider-Man 
do I download Miles Morales? Do I download Elden Ring? Do I? Because I don't want to like just buy a bunch of stuff because I'm not going to be able to play a bunch of stuff necessarily. So yeah, the Spider-Man titles are on sale right now. Midnight Suns is staring at me. I really want to play that. Uh, Did you not I, get Miles Morales? Oh no, I beat it on the PlayStation. But oh, I'm I was just, like, well, you could always just remote stream it. Then once you get it working, on true, true. But there's something about being able to take it with me and play it. Is, yeah, that's is also cool. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's cool, man. The the cloud streaming totally works. Uh, I was making progress on Hi-Fi Rush using it, and it was awesome. And uh, the only thing I will tell you, as long as we're bleeding into what we've been playing a little bit, uh, when you get to the parry parts in Hi-Fi Rush, there's just enough lag that they're almost impossible. Damn. You know, it's it gets rough when, at least on the Steam Deck side. Maybe if I was going from a console, it would be different, like an actual Xbox platform. But using whatever chicanery you have to do to make it work on the Steam Deck, it was it's a fraction of a second, but I just couldn't get the timing down. Can you not install like the Game Pass app onto it? No. Well, you can if you put Windows on it. Okay. And I don't want to do that because that sounds ridiculous. So. But see, I feel like if you do that, though, then you can get all the emulators and stuff on it as well. Well, I think there's a ton of emulators that have been made for the steam os that i just I need mean, to, yeah, i wouldn't be surprised yeah they just need to find and install so but yes uh that's that's been my first two or three days with the steam deck it's been fun um i highly recommend if you can if you can get one they're rad like it's super rad yeah no i definitely want to at some point um because like you said i think being able like playing elden ring basically on something that's like the switch yeah sounds like a dream come true <laughs> yeah. and you know the stuff i've installed in it, like you know i put portal on it i put i put things i own you know that i thought would be a cool test for it and they all run really good like they all run great it's 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 impressive it is battery life wise um like what it have you like ran it like all the way down to like where you needed to like recharge it again? Uh, I did, and that took me maybe two and a half hours. But I wasn't playing anything consistent. I was just kind of dicking around with it for a yeah. while, and I probably could have gotten maybe three to three and a half if I would have just really pushed like all the way to zero, you know. Yeah. But I, but it got to where I was like. Eh, I should probably plug that in. Um, <laughs> so not, I mean, it's about what people told me it would be. It's not, yeah. it's not great by any means, but it'd be more than enough to get you through a, a short trip. Yeah. So, sit there on the plane or something. And yeah. And if you had, yeah, the newer planes have AC adapters and stuff that you could plug into that would probably get you by. So yeah, that's uh, my my Steam Deck adventures so far. Um, but should we talk a little news, Justin? I'm down to talk a little news. So um, I'm sad to tell you we'll no longer have to deal with Shannon setting off alarms and bringing hordes of zombies to us anymore. <sighs> Drat. I know. Back for blood. 
is getting boxed up and put away, according to Turtle Rock Studios. Um, I think they said it's because they're they're going to move their team to another game. Uh, they almost made it sound like they're making like a Back for Blood two, possibly, but with their team getting spun to another game, they're basically going to stop doing Back for Blood. Um, it, it, they say it doesn't mean it's shutting down. It's going to stay online, but it also looks like it might not get any more updates or any more patching or any, it's going to effectively just die a short death, I think is what they're saying. Um, what are your thoughts on this, Justin? You know, it's funny because that doesn't strike me as surprising because mm-hmm. you know, we played it when it initially came out and then all hype, I think, just died out for it immediately yeah. after in the weeks that following. I don't know anybody that plays Back for Blood still, but it's funny to me that it's shutting down when it's like there's still people that play Left for Dead 2 and stuff like that. So I feel like the people who wanted Back for Blood are still out there. Like that audience yeah. didn't just disappear. But they're playing like Left 4 Dead 2 and other stuff. And I feel like they just don't give a shit about Back 4 Blood. Well, and I mean, it's nice to see that they're not at least shutting it down. Because so many games are getting shut down right now. That they're going to let it, you know, kind of just ride off into the sunset. Like, my guess is by this time next year, it might not be up anymore. Um, Especially if they really need to you know, consolidate all their developers and stuff into another project. But I do think it's really strange because you're absolutely right. Like everyone played it for two or three weeks, me and you included. Yeah. I mean, we, we played it multiple nights, you know, it it, it wasn't, it was fun. Like it wasn't like you're trudging through it. Like I actually had fun playing it with you guys. It wasn't a second extinction experience, you know, like it was actually (laughs) a really good game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was great in its own unique, wonderful way. Um, but I don't know why we all stopped playing it. And it, and you're right. It seems like everyone stopped playing it at the same time. I don't remember anything coming out that took us away from it. It was just kind of like, well, we got our fill. That's a good. Like, I don't think there was anything inherently wrong with it. I'd say my biggest complaint about it was I didn't particularly like the, like, overworld kind of thing. The the base thing that you start in that you have to run around. It was very confusing running to different tents and having like equip your cards and do whatever. Yeah. I was go into a campaign or something together. I would agree with you that the card system was just, it was so clunky. Yeah. And it was just like, how did this make it through? Was (laughs) this just like cards are hot. So we're just going to shove this in here. Like, but what's funny is if that's the one that made it through, I almost want to see the systems that, they tried and were like, no, the card system's still better than this. Like, right. what was worse than this that you passed on? It's like, just give me a freaking tech tree. Is it that hard? I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sometimes trying to be the different one doesn't always pan out. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure there was like, no, we need to be different from Left for Dead. We need to definitely make it unique from Left for Dead for something 
and that's true. It might have been the Callisto Protocol, you know, failure of trying yeah. to be so different from the source material that you just make an inferior product for the sake of being different. For sure. For sure. Um, but, I mean, they did release that one big DLC pack that seemed like their last big push with the Prophet or whatever it was, and you were trying to take him down. And I remember us talking about it. We were like, oh, that's interesting. That could be something. Maybe we'll check that out. And then it came out and it was like $40 and also didn't review well. And all of us were like, well, guess guess we're not going back for blood. Um, yeah. Bold move. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if that would have, if that DLC would have reviewed really well, I probably would have caved at some point because I did like the game. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like it an additional $40 worth of fun. So I don't know. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. But it comes on the heels of a week where, holy crap, a ton of live service games just got announced they were getting shelved. Like Apex Legends Mobile, which seems interesting to me. Like Call of Duty Mobile is so big. And, and I guess, I guess it just doesn't have any player base or something, but it's, is this the first time respawn missed on something? I, I guess I figured probably just between Fortnite and call of duty, they must just dominate the mobile shooter market to where it's mm-hmm. just not feasible for them to, they'd probably rather than take that time and energy and money or whatever, and throw it into the actual game first, trying to support and update the mobile version. Yeah. And I mean, apparently Battlefield Mobile too, but I didn't even know that was a thing. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's news to me. <laughs> and then uh you know, not even making it a year, Crossfire X, which was, you know, shown at Microsoft's E3 and as a free-to-play shooter and one of Asia's biggest uh free-to-play shooters, didn't even make it a year here. So that's getting shit canned at uh, on May 18th. The one that's a bummer because I actually did play this with my, with my son a little bit was knockout city and which is the dodgeball game, the, the online dodgeball game. And I mean, it made it almost two years, but I mean, I could see where EA would just let that one go. Cause if it's a shrinking player base and, what more can they really do? It's dodgeball, you know? Uh, I'm... Right. I know that was one that I think at one point we talked about potentially. I think I downloaded it on Game Pass at one yeah. point for us to play, and we just never did. Yeah, I mean, it was good. It was fun. I, I liked it. But it was also one of those things where my son and I played it for two or three weeks. And, okay, that was good. Back to Minecraft. You know, it, yeah. it just... Um, kind, kind of like when we talked at game of the year for about the, uh, turbo golf, the, that totally yeah. like took over our lives for a month and then that was it. Poof. It was gone. Yeah, <laughs> so, I full of it. yeah. Um, but yeah, other things that were announced, uh, I, to be honest, half of these I haven't heard of, but dragon's quest, the adventures of die a hero's bond. Do you even know what that is? Well, no. it's gone April 26th. So uh, crime site, May 1st, 
Echo VR, I remember having a, a bit of a caused a bit of a wave. It, it it seemed to have a decent VR player base, but it's gone August first. Uh, at least that one, the name sounds familiar. The other yeah. two, I'm like, could sure, <laughs> couldn't even tell you. <laughs> it's already been announced, but Babylon's Fall shuts down February 23rd. God, I've heard that's just the biggest piece of dog shit. Yeah. I've seen yeah. so many reviews, and none of them, even uh. Was it Steve? I think was playing it on Twitter and just taking screenshots and whatever of just it freaking the fuck out, just moving the camera on the screen. Okay, uh, friend of the show Steve Wittekamp posted up. I believe it was yesterday. What the hell is wrong with me? And the picture was the platinum trophy in Babylon's Fall. Steve, honey, yeah, baby Steve, doll, bro, you, you deserve on. better. Love, love yourself more, Steve. Like, come on. Um, I've never been down so bad that I bought Babylon's yeah. Wall. That's some that's some Jordan stuff right there. I mean, come on. Um and then the the last big one that got announced last week that actually kind of is a bummer was Rumbleverse. Cuz Rumbleverse seemed to be like a really cool take on the uh I'm totally blind. the you know the shrinking, what what is it? The one battle versus one hundred battle royale. Thank you. Totally blanking. <laughs> Era. Yeah, totally blanking. Brain just frying. Um, yeah, the, it seemed to be a unique take on the battle royale. Super cartoony, over the top wrestling moves, all melee combat. Like, and it was it looked fun, and people were talking about it. People seemed to have like really positive things to say about it. And for Iron Galaxy, they just. Yeah, within six months, be like, yep, that's it. Shutting it down February 28th. Here's all the uh, DLC stuff for free. Have fun. Um, that seems surprising. Like, I mean, someone somewhere broke out an actuarial table and did the math and went like, yeah, we're losing our ass. We can't keep this game going, I, I guess. But, man, I, it seemed... I don't know what to make of all this. Like it all is coming all at once. And did it just, was it just like profit reports came out and people were like, Oh, we need to stop this. Or did it just the players, the player base never show up that they projected or what do you, what do you think happened? I think it's kind of a mix of a lot of things. I think the dwindling player base, I kind of think maybe a lot of these places like hosted their servers to the same thing. So all their contracts are kind of simultaneously ending at the same time. Oh, that's a good idea. And, uh, you know, the people, the head honchos in charge were looking at the numbers and the ends didn't justify the means. So they're like, dude, it's not worth our time or money to continue to invest in this. Uh, I'm actually surprised that like Fortnite so far has stood the test of time. And mm-hmm. I'm honestly surprised the burnout for Fortnite hasn't happened. Like, it's stronger than ever. Like, they're doing more crossovers than ever and stuff. And I'm actually surprised that, like, battle... Like, they are the battle... Anyone who tries to do a battle royale, and I think that's the problem with, like, the WrestleVerse, yeah. whatever, it's like, they're still competing with Fortnite. And it's just, it has the player base, it has the money, it has the audience that they want, but they're not willing to deviate away from. And so... They just can't win. It's the old, uh, it's the old World of Warcraft problem. When World mm-hmm. of Warcraft was the big MMO, and then I mean, there was the Conan MMO. There was yeah. like, you know, it's like Quest. Like, all the yeah. little guys just got stomped out by it, and they just kept trying to make MMOs 
to like take some of Warcraft's audience and no one moved. No one moved. And I think that's what's happening. It's like Apex has its audience. Fortnite has their audience. Warzone has it has its audience. And that's it. End of list. And it seems like there is no room for anyone else to get in there. Um, I was going to say, I think like Valorant is like one of the only ones I think that's kind of like come up that like people are playing or whatever. That's kind oh, of for, sh- for, for sure. And shooter things for sure. And it's a, and it's small though, compared to yeah. those other. Three. Oh yeah. No, it's by no means like yeah. going head to head with them. But I just know I see on Twitter and stuff. People post like that play magic and stuff also play Valorant. And I was like, really? Like, I was just surprised but, that, but I think that's one of those, uh, I think to your point, I think it's impressive that it's surviving. Yeah. Like exactly. it's found, it's found its audience. It's, it's building on its niche. And I think they're smart for that. They're not trying to, to go over their skis too much. Yeah. They're, they're playing within themselves. And I think that's the smartest thing they could do right now. Cause also Valorant started small. Mm-hmm. You know, it started as just a, hey, I hope this works. Not, here's the big rollout. Here's the big media push. Here's all our marketing. It's like, no, we're releasing this. Hope you play it. And <laughs> and people found it, which is cool. So, the, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's it real. Gaming right now is in this incredibly weird place where, like, all the games media people are getting laid off left and right studios are laying off people left and right, but like hardware sales have never been higher. (laughs) And, and it's one of those things where it's like, is there just that many more indie studios out there that these, they don't, people aren't buying big studio games anymore or, or at least not the, those mid tier big studio games. Because when you look at the, when you look at the top, sellers of the year you know the top 10 just going down it real quick you got modern warfare 2 elden ring madden ragnarok lego star wars pokemon scarlet and violet fifa 23 pokemon arceus horizon forbidden west and mlb the show those are all huge games heavy hitters but i think it's interesting that those the like that next tier of game none of them are in there not right. even close. And, and is that just because, you know, people are pay, playing the, you know, the, the smaller titles, the strays of the world and stuff like that versus, hey, give me Gotham Knights. Yeah, for example. <laughs> and you know, Gotham, uh, you laugh, but a generation ago, Gotham Knights is a top selling title. Just oh, because it's hands down because it's Batman because of the fighting because all that stuff and I think at this stage though people have been there done that they don't care and why am I paying seventy dollars for this uh, exactly and I think also it's like most of the people I feel like that bought Gotham Knights bought it with the intent that they know two or three other people who also bought it yeah to play the game with and Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just say that was going to be one of the only reasons I was even considering buying it is because my friend Troy was like, oh, dude, I got it. Like, you know, we should play whatever. And 
like shrimp fried Matt pre-ordered it, whatever. And then mm-hmm. those reviews hit and Matt canceled that pre-order so quick. And I was like, yeah, glad I didn't pre-order that. Yep, man. Like yep. I dipped out of that real quick. But I think it's also interesting when you look at the top selling list, you know, from the top 10, there's one, two, three, four, five, six out of the top 10 are single player experiences for the most part. Sure. There's some multiplayer in Elden Ring and there's some multiplayer in the Pokemon games, but that's not who buys those people aren't buying them for a multiplayer experience. Mm -hmm. And is this, yeah, with these live service games shutting down, granted, most of them are small, but is this where the industry starts to put a focus back on single player? Because we all heard the single player games are dead mantra back in like the late 20 teens. And maybe those chickens have come home to roost a little bit. What do you think? That's what's so funny is thinking back, you know, like 10, 12 years ago and, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, it's a multiplayer. Like if it wasn't a multiplayer game, like you weren't getting like funding for it. It was not getting approved. Everyone wanted the multi. They wanted the loot boxes. They wanted that like single player games were quote unquote dead. And then, you know, the Star Wars Last Jedi game came out and did it like, oh, no, wait, people do actually want this. Yeah. Yeah. you know, and then now you got your Spider-Mans and your God of Wars coming back. and Dead Space. Dead Space Dead, coming back. Yeah, Dead Space came back and has reviewed really well and moved units. And it's one of those where they kind of reaffirmed that, no, no, people, people do still want single player. They just want good single player games. Yeah, I mean, even games like Sonic Frontiers got made and released, you know, and, and that's a game that five years ago never would have gotten released. I mean, it goes further, it goes further back than that. Remember when they started to shoehorn multiplayer into like Bioshock two and all these games, it was like, no, all these games need to have multiplayer in them. Metroid prime two had multiplayer. Yeah. yeah. It's like, man, what what are we doing here? And, (laughs) and it's really interesting to see kind of a resurgence of, and I think Sony has been the one leading this charge, though, with the, with the Horizons, with God of Wars, you know, and, and all that stuff. And and I think the the meteoric impact of like God of War sales and Elden Ring sales will completely reverberate across all of these major studios. They're all going to look at it and go, oh, oh, wait. We need to we need to tighten all this up and make those like huge cinematic like experiences because I I know for myself those are the games I'm attracted to. You know, if I'm spending $70 on a title, yeah, I want God of War. I want I mean, sure I didn't like Forbidden West as much as I hoped to, but it wasn't because it was ugly. It wasn't because it it didn't play well. Like it looked great, just the story missed and it was too long. You know, I mean, that's the thing is you look at these things that I'm not a last of us person, but that game sold really well too, just because it's amazing. Look at it, you know? And it's funny that the first last of us had multiplayer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but at least for that, they're spinning that out into its own game. It sounds like. So, which is smart, give, make a product for people that want that. But I guarantee you 90% of the people that bought the last of us remake 
don't want that. Right. And and I mean that's what Capcom did with the last uh Resident Evil remake. Yeah, the RE-verse. Yeah, it was just we're releasing it as its own thing. RE-verse. And that's I think that's super smart because there is a segment of of the gaming population that does want that. They really like those games. I'm not one of them. You know, I don't like we've said multiple times on here. I don't have the time to get good at them. That's really the problem. It's not that I don't like them. I just suck. And I'm going to stay sucking while people get really good and run me out of the game. So I I just think it's super interesting about where all of this is and where it's all going. Like, I'm excited to see what 2025 and sixes releases look like, because it seems like everything they were making before isn't working. So what are they going to do? Yeah, and then it's funny where you have games like Forspoken that come out and don't mm-hmm. necessarily review that well, and then like days later, Hi-Fi Rush comes out yeah. and just completely eclipses it out of nowhere. But look, okay, look at Hi-Fi Rush. It's inc- It plays incredibly well. It's beautiful to look at. And it's a single-player experience, a focused, concentrated single-player experience with a good story. And... What have we been saying for years on this show? What does Microsoft need? Good focused single player experiences. And they got one and it's fucking amazing. And it's like, I guarantee you hi-fi rush has probably sold more game pass subscriptions in the last month than halo did in the last year. Very Uh, true. And I hope that's the lesson Microsoft in particular is learning. Like, yeah, let's let's fund these. These are the games we need. So, and Sony, if you're listening and looking to learn a lesson, give us a new Sly Cooper. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll also take a sequel to Ratchet and Clank. Give me another one of those. Hey, guess what? It was fucking awesome. That Ratchet and Clank game. Like, it was so good. Give me more of that, please. Um, but yeah, so I'm... I think it's sad that all these games are getting shut down, but I think it's also amazing for what it says about the industry. So we will, we will see. Um, Hey, you know what though? We got some other, uh, we got some other news that I'm very excited about. And you're, you're already laughing at me because you see the outline and you know, what's coming. Um, Power wash simulator. Hot off the release of the Laura Croft DLC, the Croft Manor DLC that I am currently playing and loving, um, has announced a collab with Square Enix for Final Fantasy VII DLC, the Midgar Special Pack. Yes. Hey, you ever want to just power wash Midgar, Justin? You ever get that? You ever get that desire? You ever look around? Uh, Tifa's bar and be like, hey, you know what? This could use a good cleaning. I'm like, you know, those glasses up there looking a little dusty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at Cloud's motorcycle and you're like, you know what? These wheels could look shinier. What if I just get in there and blast them pretty good? Uh, so yeah, they've, they've announced that they're doing a Final Fantasy VII uh, Midgar pack and the... Uh, you're going to be able to do Cloud's motorcycle, uh, Tifa's bar, and the giant or the guard scorpion, scorpion robot, amongst other items, to to power wash. 
and it's so dumb. It's so dumb, but I am so excited about it. <laughs> yeah, I actually think it's really cool for like the fact that having Square Enix as the publisher and mm-hmm. being able to have access to this type of content and stuff, I think is huge for Power Wash Simulator. And I think that's really cool. And I almost wonder, like, what do you think, like, what other franchises do you think that they could do something from to incorporate into Power Wash? Like, they have Tomb Raider, they have Final Fantasy. Kingdom Hearts. That's true. I don't know if <laughs> Disney's like, our parks aren't dirty. <laughs> right, right. Well, no, you, but you, you, would do, you would go into the worlds. That's the thing. Like, clean yeah. up... Uh, Clean up Hercules's, you know, world. That's that's the thing. Uh, I don't know what other type of games do you think? That's why I'm trying to think. Like, what else? Like, I think it'd be really cool and really weird. Like, and you know, I mean, Final Fantasy is really weird. But I think, dude, you want to get like really fucking weird with it if they did like an Octopath Traveler. Oh, like, that would be DLC cool. For it, and it does like all of a sudden like the Octopath Traveler level. It's like almost like 3D dot hero where it's like still the pixel, but it's all kind of voxel ish. Uh, like would it be would neat. get like really strange, but it would just hit that like mark of, well, that is how the game looks. And this is how it would look if you were looking at it from like a first person, like 3D perspective. That would be pretty cool. They, they do like Dragon's Quest too, right? Is that I square? Think so. Yeah. That would be pretty rad. Get in there with some slimes, you know, like <laughs> you're just instead of water, you're just blasting slimes out the gun. Right. Um, yeah, that actually totally works. It's like, like a slime sl- rancher over here. Just a boom, 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 boom. there you go. There you go. The slime rancher power washer collab. That's what <laughs> we need. That's if you want to get weird with it, let's do that. Uh, but yeah, you could do like a, a secret of mana crossover. That could be cool. That's the thing is like all these games have so many like like Square Enix makes so many RPGs that they've got so many settings to pull from in reality. Like you could do like a whole Chrono Cross pack or something or Chrono Trigger I mean pack or something, you know, like well shit, Chrono Cross too. Like you could do that as well. Um I don't know. I don't know what I would like. I would like a I would like Kingdom Hearts. I would like that. But I doubt. I think you're right. I don't think. Uh, I don't think Disney's letting anyone use their licenses for anything without a whole bunch of paperwork getting getting in the mix there. Uh, yeah, I was just looking to see if Je- Justin is currently on Wikipedia looking at Square Enix titles. Oh, that's right. Did they do? Like near automata might be a cool one mm. that they could do. I forgot that they do that. I thought that was uh, Namco Bandai. That's that's Square. Well, maybe, maybe it is. I was like, I don't know. I did Square Enix games, and a little near uh, automata figurine popped up. <laughs> mm. So I just, I guess, assumed that it was, but. I could be mistaken. Don't uh, don't hold me to that. <laughs> hey, Forspoken's Spoken, produced by Square. There you go. Forspoken cool. DLC. A little crossover. Well, that's uh, the oh, thing with, it with is Power. 
with power wash, it's uh, you got to imagine it can't take that long to produce those levels, like maybe a couple months or something. And it also depends on the size of the team they have now. I imagine they've scaled up a bit since that was originally released and everyone bought it. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would be curious to see if this is some, if this is a route they go down where they just keep pulling in other licenses to make stuff for. Yeah. I was going to say square also publishes the life is strange games. And that's a hundred percent one that I think would be uh, easy to transfer into power wash. hundred percent, especially like, with the art style that it already yeah, is. And people's like houses and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure there's plenty for you to work with. It's good stuff though. 2023's game of the year for the third year in a row. Power wash simulator. <laughs> Are you proud of me that I didn't try to force the issue for last game of the year? About I, you were it on? very well reserved with Power Wash to me. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised, and I was full within my rights. It hit one I could have, I could have forced the issue, but and I, Shannon already said it's going to be on his game. He's like, bro, I get to wash Chocobo shit off Cloud <laughs> Boots. Twenty twenty three game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so should we do a little, what we've been playing, sir? Yeah. What have you been playing, Zach? I'm interested to hear. Uh, well, during our steam deck conversation, like I said, I did some power wash. I did some portal, uh, by the way, portal Two, still one of the best games ever made in case anyone's <laughs> curious, still amazing. In case you forgot. Yeah. In case you're, in case you're curious. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I've just been, I, I'm damn near at the end of hi-fi rush. I've got four boss keys. Um, that, that game is fucking amazing. Like, it's so good. It is, the writing is so good. The, you know, it's, it's, and I think we've said it before. The hardest thing to do in video games is comedy. Like it is really difficult to make a funny game. And because comedy is relying on so many things. It's not just like being quick or clever, but it's also timing it's making things pop off. It's, you know, like it's, it's visuals, it's everything. And, and they just got it. Like it's, that game is really funny. And Chai just gets the shit kicked out of him on the regular. And it's amazing. Like, like they, they just have no problem beating the hell out of (laughs) their main hero. And it's, and it's kind of great. Um, I love how all the characters are named like after spices or flavors. You know, there's chai, there's peppermint, there's macaron and cinnamon are like your crew. And, and that's great. Like, that's wonderful. Um, they later in the game, they add like a parry system to things. And yeah. I'm not the best at parrying, but yeah, I've never been either, but it's also not incredibly punishing. There's not a big, there's not a lot of, uh, there's only a few times that you absolutely have to. And I'm thankful for that because those times get really frustrating. So, you know, like when you're doing it for the 10th time and you just, if you could just land it, it's easy and you walk right past it, but I can't and it kills me. Um, But you always parry to the beat. Sometimes you get pulled in these special ones where it'll be like, you know, a little bar will appear above the enemy and it'll be like, chung, 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 chung. And that's like the rhythm you need to parry to. But if you miss the first one, you are fucked. 
you're done. Right, all being like half a second off. Yeah, and you're done and dead, and it's like, ah, and then you have to reload the whole thing, and so it just, ah, such a pain in the butt. Um, but, uh, the, the story is great. The characters are fabulous. Uh, and I, I love that game. I love it so much. It's, I I want more. Give me, give me more stories with Chai and Peppermint and Macaron. I'm, I'm in like whatever you got. I'm down. Get green light, whatever sequel they're, what they want to make right now, please. And, uh, yeah, it's it's just such an amazing W for all parties involved, you know, like for a studio that was just known only for evil within and like a bad Ghostwire Tokyo game to just drop this on people out of nowhere is stunning. Um, Microsoft having a fantastic single player game that is shining on its lagging game pass service is stunning. It just, (laughs) It's a it, it's so random because nothing comes out like this that you've never heard of. Right. It's not just that it was shadow dropped. No one had even heard of it. And that's that's the weirdest part. It's not one of those like, oh, we've been talking about it for two years. And, and guess what? It's out today. It's like, oh, here, we're talking about a game called Hi-Fi Rush. What? Yeah, we've been making it for a couple of years. You have? Oh, and it's out today. It is. <laughs> and and if you're like me, my first thought was, oh, that's going to suck. Like, because if it was good, they would have marketed it. So this is this is going to be a hot pile of garbage. And then you play it for 10 minutes and you're like, oh, I was so wrong. This game is fucking great. And and it just keeps getting better. Like, you know, I, I half expected to play to get past wrecka the first boss and kind of move on and have it just flatten out you know where you're like yeah it's it's fun still but i've seen it i've done it it's good whatever and no it's just the story's got me in i'm hooked like i gotta see how it ends um the gameplay is still fun they keep adding little challenges and and companion abilities that make it really good and really fun to play and and i'm still not playing dead space because i haven't beat it yet so that's probably the best thing I can say about it is it's keeping me away from dead space, which everyone tells me is amazing and I will love. And, uh, I just have to beat high fire rush first. I just can't move off it. So yeah, that's, that's what I've been playing. Well, you know, luckily at least it sounds like you're almost done with high fire. Rush. Yeah. So yeah. It's apparently like, it's got like a six, much apparently it's got like a six to eight hour playtime. Yeah. That's what I heard. And I'm probably about six hours in now, five, five-ish probably, but yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping to wrap it up tonight when we get off uh, the show, but wow, yeah, we'll see. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for me. What about you, man? So, I mean, to no surprise, I'm still playing Fire Emblem. I'm getting close to the end of the game. I'm on like chapter 20. I'm about... 40 hours i think into the game um yeah it's been it's been great um i won't bore you all to death with fire emblem since i've been you know talking about it for weeks now but 
I do love it. And also, since Shannon isn't here and you'd be basically talking to a brick wall. Yeah, that so. doesn't care. But I, on my trip to Disneyland, I imagine on the car ride there, I will probably end up beating it by the time I get back home. Um, but I'll tell you what I did play, though. I, I played the demo for SteamWorld Build. Oh, how is that? Uh, so I'll tell you right now, like... I need to. I didn't finish the demo. I, I played it for a little bit, and I want now that I've gotten used to that was the hardest part for me was the controls because I don't really play games like it and stuff. So I kind of, I also kind of built like my town like really fucking stupid. Like I made it work, <laughs> but I was like, dude, if I was to redo this entire thing again, I would have done this completely differently. <laughs> Where oh, I laid sure. stuff out, yeah. like I had tracks going all over the place and weaving and moving. I was like, dude. Like, I could have done this so much better. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Like, visually, it's really cool. The uh, The story is... I like the story. Like, I like where it's going. Because, so, I don't know if you know this, but all the SteamWorld games are connected. Like, the story for everything. Yeah, like, yeah. Every single I, one of them. Yeah, the universe. And this one, I think, picks up after Dig 2. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's the the little the robot thing or whatever that turned yeah. out to be bad. It's him. He's kind of behind this, and he so he gets picked up by some like hick farmer bots and stuff, and <laughs> is telling them like, dude, there's like riches below the earth, but I need strapping young lads like you to dig for it because obviously I can't dig. Well, and, well hold on, hold on though, because spo- spoilers for Dig Two if uh, you haven't played it. Sorry. Uh, it's old, but um, yeah, I was like, I figured it came out like 10 yeah. years ago. I figured it was safe, but doesn't that game end with like the world blowing apart? I felt like the end credits is like you on a little asteroid or something. Maybe am I thinking of dig one then? Was he also, wasn't he also in dig behind in dig one? I think so. I think so maybe so. It's place between one and two then. Cause okay. yes, you are a hundred percent right. That that is how spoilers for Dig yeah. It has okay. the the uh I guess spoiler it has the world of goo ending where it's just like yeah, we just <laughs> abandon ship at the end. Yep, yep. Um but yeah, so you're tasked with building this like town and stuff, and you have to build uh factories and stuff for the robots to work, and you have to get enough workers to kind of get up so that you can repair this train station and then eventually so you have to build like these little like little houses and stuff for the workers and then you have to build little tracks for them to get to the factories and you kind of have to manage uh they're happy you can click on the factories and stuff to kind of see like what they need or whatever to be satisfied and it's like oh like they need a market within like a certain vicinity of them and stuff so then you're like adding markets and stuff and then you're building a little uh like a lumber yard thing where you do it near trees and stuff. But now you have to build a track or whatever from there to get to like the uh, factories and stuff. So for it to like deliver. So you're kind of like having to manage, okay, well I'm putting all this stuff here, but everything needs to kind of be connected with these tracks as well. And that's kind of where I fumbled the first time. My tracks were very sloppy looking and kind of weaving in between <laughs> houses and everything because of where i was building everything and i'm like dude i could have done this 10 different ways that would have been way more efficient than how i was doing it. i had 
tracks that like were just kind of connected. It looked like a spider web going on. And yeah, like, yeah. People are like, dude, this city sucks, man. Like, what's <laughs> happening right now. But then eventually you get to the point where, you know, and then there's like what's happening above ground. But then once you start like to uh, mining for materials and stuff underground, then you're managing above ground and below ground at the same time and stuff. So it starts to get a little hectic. But even though it's not something that's necessarily in my wheelhouse because I love the Steam World games and like if anybody could get me to play this type of game it's the steam world people and mm-hmm. i think what they have like i'm interested i really want you to play it because i feel like this is more in your wheelhouse so for me who doesn't really play this type of game i don't necessarily have like a lot of experience with like the city but like whatever that type yeah. really compare it to a lot of things that that but, sim city kind of game yeah but you know i think I, I think you'd like it. I honestly I don't think Shannon is gonna have the fortitude to to play <laughs> to it. stick I with really, it. Yeah, I don't think honestly like getting him to install Vampire Survivors was a chore, and that's literally just four keys of you yeah. moving around, like you having to click on units and do whatever and gauge happiness. And so I don't think he's gonna last two seconds trying to. His city's gonna. Fair catch fire and <laughs> go to hell so i don't like that and that's enough of that yeah right yeah i don't imagine it's going to be his cup of tea but the other game that i played this week which i'm so excited it finally came out was pizza tower and mm. pizza tower is it was a kickstarter game from forever ago it is war it's wario land except with a kind of i would compare it to like rin and stimpy smash tv very like 90s style like aesthetic to it and it is also very 90s since that is really fucking weird it is like wario land is like weird but this is like wario land on robotussin <laughs> okay <laughs> like it is the entire premise is robo flipping robo flipping wario land is what you're saying yeah so you play as a italian chef guy his name is like pepino spaghetti is his actual name and story-wise i i think he needs money like the story is not like super clear i guess but it's like you need money or something so you're tasked with going through this pizza tower Mm-hmm. and the villain is a pizza he's like a big p he has mushrooms for teeth and like peppers and like shit all on he's very scary looking he's a bug snack basically yeah yeah he's yeah. basically a crudely drawn bug snack <laughs> and so you're going around and there's like different floors of the pizza tower and you're basically trying to work your way up and as you go through the levels like you're collecting like in banjo kazooie you collect jiggies in wario land four you're collecting like uh these little four pieces of like a diamond thing that connect and once Mm. you get so many of them like it takes three full diamonds that unlocks the boss door or whatever so in this one you're collecting pizza ingredients so there's i think five of them there's like a little mushroom a tomato a pineapple um a 
trying to remember what some of the other ones are, but you're collecting all five of them. Oh, a sausage, and and I think maybe like a little pepperoni or something. But so you collect them, and it's funny because there's a taunt button. It's like the Y button, and when you do it, Pepino does like sick little poses and stuff mm. like that. And if you've collected these little dudes, they also do fun little poses like with you. So when I collect them, that's the first thing I always do is I just mash Y a bunch of time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like back with the boys and we're all posing all fresh. But in Wario Land 4, there's this bird with a key for a nose that opens like this little secret door or whatever in Wario Land. And that's what that does. And in this one, instead of that bird, you have a janitor and he's the one that has the key. And he gives zero fucks. And that's why it's so funny, because when you sit and you do the taunt, like everyone's all dancing doing poses he does not he's just stone cold face it's monday 8 a.m i don't get fucking paid enough to do this <laughs> job look on his face and it's the funniest thing to me every single time when i have him he just does he's, not uh, want to be there he's scruffy the janitor like yeah. from futurama yep he's the living embodiment of scruffy but so you go through and what makes it different than wario land is like the way you move it's so unique because in Wario Land, it's like, you know, typical platformer, whatever, left, right, mm-hmm. you jump, you uh, hit stuff. It's very similar to that aesthetic where you don't have health. Um, you can't, you don't die. You just kind of like lose points or whatever in its place um, when you fall off or get hit or whatever. Mm-hmm. You like, you lose a little bit of money. Um, but you build up enough speed that you run up walls. Oh. And that that makes it really unique and makes the like it does what Wario Land 4 does, where at the end you hit the blue frog totem and then you have like two minutes and 30 seconds to race back to the beginning of the level. So mm-hmm. that's what you have to do. And it like opens up new paths or whatever for you to go to like race to the end. But because you can like run up walls and do stuff like that, like it makes it way more challenging and like hard because sometimes there's stuff you have to do where it's like you have to build up enough speed and then it's like you're on the wall and then you have to like jump off the wall while still like maintaining that speed it's going to be a game that i think is going to look insane like next year awesome games done quick or something watching someone speed run it is going to look bonkers yeah Uh, um but the bosses are really unique and fun i got to the first because i got to the third floor of the tower and so Mm. the first the first boss was what was he he was just like a big almost like was he a potato i think it was like a big potato (laughs) thing and like the way it in like each boss phase though it's like oh you has so much health and you beat him and then it's like oh now the real boss fight starts and then there's like a second round of doing the boss fight again but now it's like a lot harder and so he's like sitting there jumping around and doing whatever and then it's like the second boss fight you get a gun and it's like a western okay. because that's what the second floor is is a western so he's shooting at you and you're shooting at him and it's like you're having like a shootout and um they're like all of a sudden then there's like you there was ufos earlier in the level with cows that kick you and stuff <laughs> so then sure. all of a sudden, why not yeah so you're doing the shootout and stuff and then all of a sudden like he does like some uh 
like oh package secure like calling in a drop and then it drops this cow like out of the sky and it's like bouncing all over the screen and you're having to dodge the cow while you're dodging bullets and the boss fight yeah the boss fight ends where it does like everything's kind of black and the background's like white and it's like super calm and it's a like shootout at dawn kind of moment and that's how it ends Mm -hmm. where it's like once the boss has one life everything kind of stops and it's like, all right, you need to do a quick draw on him. And then if you fuck up the quick draw, then you have to kind of like go through, not the entire thing again, but it's almost like in Donasar or whatever. If you fuck up the drawing at the end, like they get a little bit more health back and you kind of have to get it back down because you have to do the quick, like that's how it has to end. And so I messed it up like two or three times and I was like, God damn. And I finally got it where it's, you have to wait and it's like draw and then you're Poof! and then you shoot him and win. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, my God, thank God. But, yeah, there's, like, a Western area. The third floor that I'm on now is, I think it's, like, Vacation Town or something like that. So, it's, like, beaches and, like, sand stuff. But, dude, the the Western one was brutal. And there's, like, times where it's, like, to get your little partner things, the little ingredients, you have to, like, race this wooden rocking horse. But it's, like, I didn't realize that's what I had to do at first. And so the first time when I went through the level and it's like, oh, he obviously beat me to him. I can't redo it. Like once it's done, it's done. Like the only way to like go back and try again would be to restart the level all over again. And I was like, no, I'm Uh, not doing that. You're like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, no, I guess we're just not getting all the guys on this one. And then once I realized that that's what I had to do for each of them, like once I saw the horse dude, I'm like, okay. And I have to just forget trying to collect everything right now race to the end to get the dude and then i can go back and try and collect everything but i need to actually beat this uh but it's a lot of fun and you know i've been waiting years and years and years and years for a new wario land game that nintendo for whatever reason just refuses to give me yet this year i got pizza tower and then anton blast is also coming out this year which is another wario land like game and i'm like yeah, you're moving to like, you see people obviously want this stuff because these games yeah. keep getting kickstarted and funded and they're going to end up coming to Switch and coming to whatever. So I'm like, dude, just give me new Wario Land. Like, that's what I want. But Pizza Tower is helping fill the void of no new Wario Land. Do you think, do you think Zelda is going to be the last major Nintendo release on this hardware? Because the way... The way they've been kind of, yeah, right. Because it feels, it feels like they haven't really, other than Zelda, they haven't really announced anything. And I would think, you know, the Metroids of the world and stuff have all just been kind of on hold, or it just seems like it. Well, yeah, because it's like I feel like, I feel like this year we have to hear about Metroid Prime Four. Like, we or, have to, like, it's been years. Or the next Mario. I mean, it is, like, dude, Odyssey was a long time ago. It really it, was. So, And it, it's crazy to me to think that Odyssey was a long time ago, but then it's like this month we're getting another Kirby game. And it's like, we just got a Kirby game last year, and then we're getting another Kirby game this year. And I'm like, yeah, where's, like, Odyssey too? Like, it's crazy to me that we're, like, getting more consecutive Kirby games than we are Mario games yeah. at this point. But is is that because they're just holding whatever the Mario game is back to the next hardware? Like, I almost feel like they kind of are because 
usually Zelda's Zelda has always kind of been that game since uh Twilight Princess that has kind of been like the beginning and the end of each Nintendo sure. console. Like That's Twilight a, Princess it's... was the the end of GameCube and the beginning of Wii. And then And they've always been the game that like straddled both systems. Yeah. And then Breath of the Wild was the one that was the end of Wii U and beginning yeah. of Switch. So I feel like this one might be, you know, the end of Switch and then the beginning of whatever's next. But Nintendo makes just wild decisions. Like it I mean, my my Zelda things have been well known and documented here, but like it is insane for me that they never released the wind waker hd remake on switch like talk about just a license to print money just yeah because i don't have any interest in buying the skyward sword one but no i would get wind waker I like everyone wind waker. would get wind waker wind waker is their best zelda that isn't the you know ocarina or the super nintendo one well, and I also don't understand, you know, they did like the Mario 3D All-Stars collection. Like mm-hmm. uh, Konami did the uh, the Castlevania anniversary collections with the games. Why don't you do one with the Game Boy Zeldas? Give me Oracle of Seasons, Ages, and like Minish Cap and yeah. uh, Original Link's Awakening and call it a day. Or like that kind of blows me away that we haven't got something like that where it's like the GameCube, like, zelda master thing that has like four different zelda games on it but no let's keep trickling out you know bullshit genesis games for your nintendo switch online service like what are we doing what like what is what do you mean you just got golden eye uh-huh <laughs> sure did sure did you could play it online even i don't know how but you know how you is can. and how is that the only way you can play online is through on the switch like that is just wild, wild. Who agreed to that deal? Well, obviously Microsoft did, because it was probably the only way they could get it on the Xbox. But, but holy crap, man! Uh, yeah, Nintendo. That's a whole enigma wrapped in a box, wrapped in a mystery. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, like I, I guess we shouldn't do spoiler stuff since Shannon isn't here. So maybe we'll box up the sirens for a week. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't really think there is any spoiler stuff yeah. anyway. I'm the only one watching The Last of Us, and since we're recording early, there's no new episode. It's yeah. just the one that we didn't talk about last <laughs> week. So. Which, which I hear from everyone was an absolute banger. Dude, it was fantastic. Like, yeah. honestly, I'm, I was not... This The Last of Us show has kind of had the House of Dragons effect on me, where... I, I knew about it. It wasn't really on my radar at all. And mm. then I watched the first episode and I'm like, yeah, you know, this was pretty good. And then the next episode hits and it's even better. And then mm. the next episode hits and it's even better. And then it went from not being on my radar to, oh, the second this comes out, I have to watch it now yeah. because I'm going to yeah. go on Twitter and it's going to be everywhere. So I don't want it ruined for me. So I have to watch it like at nine at night the night it comes out otherwise i'm gonna go online and everyone's already gonna be talking about it i don't understand the people that like live tweet it it's like aren't, aren't you watching the show like how are you like constantly on twitter like updating everything that's happening in the show like i don't know that that mindset i don't understand at all but 
It's it's the younger generations, eh? Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> I do enjoy the irony of everyone up in arms about Chinese spy balloons when TikTok exists. Like, guess what? They're spying on you right now. It's fine. It's You, you signed up for it. You checked the box saying, yeah, spy on me and keep track of everything I type into TikTok. It's great. Um so yeah. I mean it's true. I when me Matt and me last weekend were playing uh some Enter the Gungeon, I looked up something for Enter the Gungeon and then that Monday or something, I was looking at something and all of a sudden I had like a bunch of ads like on YouTube my suggested videos and stuff were all like Enter the Gungeon, like let's play yeah. shit. And I'm like, I didn't even look up a YouTube video. I Googled something about Enter the Gungeon mm-hmm. and then now all of a sudden is recommending me all these like speed runs and strats and whatever and i'm like i didn't even look this up on youtube (laughs) and then you're fucking recommending it to me now (sighs) but yes the spy balloons is what we're worried about it's fine um (laughs) well on that note uh how about you uh take us in for a landing Justin? you know what guys thank you guys for listening to another episode of the that pixel life podcast you know why don't you uh, head on over to the Discord? You know, we got some uh, fun stuff on there. Zach's been sharing his uh, Steam Deck highlights over there. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't really any new uh, trailers to trash about this week so much. But, you know, head on over there. And while you're at it, why don't you uh, go on over to Spotify as well? Give your boys a review. Let us know how we're doing. And, uh, Zach, if uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say... Hey guys, go be great. And I took my son to Puss in Boots today, and I'll tell you what, that cat man, he crazy. <laughs>